0: Welcome to Global Perspectives and Solutions from City, or as we like to call it, City GPS, where we share insights designed to help you understand the future in a fast-changing and interconnected world. This is part of a new series exploring how Asian economies are giving us a glimpse into the future. Each episode looks at an area that is currently an essential element in the Asia marketplace. Here's what you need to know about mobile payments and the growth of social commerce. You can use your phone to pay for a lot in the US, like paying bills, sending money to a friend, or picking up coffee on your way to work. But over in Asia, mobile payments are even more ingrained in consumers' daily lives. In fact, Asia is the leader in mobile payment adoption, and as you can imagine, it's made e-commerce explode, and that includes social commerce. It's easy to see why. For starters, Asia has a relatively larger underbanked and unbanked population combined with lower bank branch penetration than the West, leading to higher demand for fintech solutions, such as mobile payment. Large ecosystem players in Asia have also been integrating mobile payment functions into their own super apps. This has facilitated mobile payment adoption by users as well as merchants. By the way, If you haven't listened to our Super Apps episode, a super app offers a one-stop, comprehensive ecosystem of different apps, meaning you could pay a bill, order a ride, and food all in one app. Asian super apps and fintech players generally charge lower transaction fees than alternatives such as credit cards, thereby encouraging more merchants to accept mobile payment as a payment method. Social commerce has allowed Asia to take mobile payments one step further by offering consumers an integrated platform with social features, providing a more immersive and interactive shopping experience. It captures the whole idea of going to the mall with friends, for example, and trying products and encouraging each other to make a purchase. Asia was the first region to introduce several social commerce formats like live streaming e-commerce, helping it to become the undisputed time machine for social commerce globally it could take some time for the West to catch up. In 2022, the size of the social commerce market in Asia was over 10 times the size of the market in the U.S. But it could be worth the effort because social commerce models have the potential to save companies a lot of money by providing improved customer conversion rates and lower marketing spend. For example, a Chinese online retailer could use gamification strategies like mini-games and interactive referral mechanisms for company referrals. By doing this, they can lower their customer acquisition cost per user to 40 to 50 percent below Western e-commerce companies. The West is already seeing some growth. Major U.S. tech players and social media platforms are beginning to roll out features like live streaming and augmented reality filters to capture the expansion opportunities in this field. The consumer-centric and highly engaging qualities of social commerce should continue to draw wider interest globally. Social commerce models suggest that the trends that we see in Asia today are what we can expect to prevail in other regions in the future. Thanks for listening to City GPS. This episode featured highlights from the City report called Asia as a time machine to the future, seven areas where Asia gives interesting insights into the future. Global Perspectives and Solutions provides thought leadership to help you navigate the economy's most demanding challenges and identify future themes and trends. Find City GPS on your smart speaker or podcast platform and subscribe for more episodes. This show is presented by City. For the love of moving businesses forward, for the love of progress, City.